For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the morning show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. 809 now, WBCK. Good morning. Coming up, we'll uh, honor Miles for Memory moment. Sharon Zapata will be along. We'll talk about lifestyles that may affect the trajectory of Alzheimer's disease. You may have uh, spent time watching the funeral uh, yesterday of the fallen Kalamazoo County Sheriff's Deputy, Ryan Proxmire, and uh, there have been a lot of... Uh, things online that you'll see on social media and on websites that are asking you to donate money to help the family or help the officers or help the department and well not all of them unfortunately as you might expect are on the up and up and one of the organizations that helps us sort those things out is the better business bureau and katie grievous is with us right now from that organization good morning katie Good morning. Boy, it just, just makes you mad, you know, when you think about something like this and that some people are taking advantage and trying to put money in their pockets uh, over this sort of thing. But you guys see it there, right? Yes, we do, unfortunately. So the, I, the, the main thing, and, and a lot of them, you know, they, they actually do donate money, but the problem is it ends up being like hardly anything compared to what they raise. Right. So our biggest issue that we are seeing is organizations um, offering the fundraisers for these very specific situations like a fallen officer in the Kalamazoo community, and people rush to donate but they don't really do their homework on who they're actually donating to. And the BBB has found that there are a lot of charities out there that don't really put a lot of that money that they raise back into the hands of the people they're supposed to be helping. A lot of it goes towards more fundraising efforts or TV ads or, you know, into lobbying, you know, for government action. So that's our biggest um thing we want people to do is do your homework and understand where your money is going before you give it. So, for example, with the Kalamazoo community, we definitely want to help uh, the family of the fallen officer and the department. So it's a really good idea to pick up that phone, make a phone call, talk to those people who are running those organizations, those fundraisers, and make sure that they have a connection with the department, with the family, and that they're going to actually be giving your money to them. Sure. Somebody out somewhere in Nevada could just search the Internet and see the news story about this uh, terrible incident and go in the business, put something up on a website, use generic words like law enforcement or sheriff's deputy or trooper, and you don't realize that it's somewhere half the country away. Exactly, and that's why we ask people to be very wary of crowdfunding sites. Um, 
because those are a little bit more open and they're a little bit easier for a group who is trying to raise money for, you know, a specific community. But there are people, unfortunately, who do prey on those kinds of things. They look for those news stories and try to create those fake fundraisers. So that's why it is so important that you reach out. Even places like GoFundMe, they try to vet as best as they can those people creating those fundraisers, but you don't have to have a very long description in that front page on GoFundMe. So it's always best to just make a call, reach out to that person who's organizing it, and just kind of get your own idea of who they are, how they're related to this group, and what they plan to do with the money before you give, so that you don't kind of feel scorned after the fact. Sure. I mean, it could be a family member that set up one of these crowdfunding uh, things or a best friend or, you know, a neighbor, but you don't know if it's really them or if it's just somebody claiming to be that person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and does the Better Business Bureau accredit charities? Yes. So one of the things that the Better Business Bureau does for you is we do a lot of that homework. We have a whole site give.org and that lists all of our accredited charities across the country and they have to go through a very rigorous 20-step checklist to become accredited and one of the really cool things about it is if you become accredited as a charity we can guarantee that more than 65 percent of their earnings is going back to their mission so that's in the hands of the people they say that they're helping so when you go and use an accredited charity, you know that we did that homework for you and you don't have to do all that extra reaching out and calling and checking. Sure, because it goes back to the point I made before. You don't know. I mean, they could say they're helping the family, but it might be 5%. And, you know, that's exactly. Not, yeah. And so you, you know the rest of that's going in somebody's pocket. But any legitimate organization is going to have some expenses to, to get the job done, right? Of course, and that's why we say 65% as our threshold for an accredited charity. And, of course, if you want to donate, you know, just to law enforcement in general, um, you are more than inclined to do so. It's just important to understand where that money's going. If you want it to go to a specific place or a specific person, you need to do a little bit more digging um, just to make sure that it is ending up where you want it to be. Are there a couple of websites that we could go to, you know, just check on charitable giving or find out if somebody does have a bad record already? Yeah, so if you want to look up a charity, give.org, very simple. That's the easiest way. You can also check bbb.org slash scam tracker. That's where we keep a list of all the bad eggs and the people who may not be doing the right thing so you can see if other people have encountered that same situation before you give anybody your money did you say bad eggs i did i like that i'm so glad not to hear bad actors i mean talk about overused phrases in the media man (laughs) a bad egg we have bad eggs yeah i have word for them too but i'm not allowed to say it right now Uh, (laughs) but it starts with s and ends with weasel but uh, anyway uh, (laughs) the uh, better business bureau give us the website again and uh, before we take a break bbb.org slash scam tracker or give 
All right, good. Katie uh, is with us from the Better Business Bureau. And with the storms rolling through here, there's some more stuff to be aware of, and we're going to discuss that in just a moment. Katie Grievous is with us from the Better Business Bureau. And one of the other things we wanted to get to, Katie, after all these storms rolling through, a lot of people having uh, terrible storm damage, boy, especially down south of us, Sturgis through Hillsdale and down there in the southern tier counties they really got hammered but we got a fair amount of it up here as well and all of a sudden just like uh, anything else people come out of the woodwork looking to capitalize on that and you've seen some of this yes all the time we call them storm chasers the Ah. people who watch for the severe weather and then use it as an opportunity to take advantage of people who've just been victimized to make that sting even worse sure and and sometimes people pay up front and never see the people again right so we have a couple tips for people who have experienced storm damage um the number one thing would be be very wary of anyone coming to your door um that you didn't ask to so if you didn't hire someone and someone's just randomly going door to door knocking um be cautious you don't have to take their services just because they're there If they offer some sort of deal for you, that deal should be good in 24 hours, 48 hours. Um, So you can just take their information and think about it. Um, You know, and that's different than, you know, your neighbor who down the street walking door to door with his chainsaw. You know, these are people who are offering services that you don't remember asking to come to your area. Um, And then another thing would be if you are going to hire someone, look and see if they have a license. Um, That's one of the biggest things that we run into is all these contractors um, that people find and hire and turns out they don't have a license. So if the job's not done right or there's an issue and you end up going to court, the fact that they don't have a license, that's automatically no good. You're not going to get anything out of this deal. So the best way to check to see if a business or a contractor has a license, of course, bbb.org. We check all of those things for those businesses and those contractors who are accredited. You can look their license up online. Uh, Michigan.gov lets you easily look by name for someone as a licensed contractor. And then keep in mind um, when it comes to tree trimming, so if you've got some branches that are hanging, you don't need a license for that. But if that branch falls onto, let's say, your garage and knocks some shingles off, that shingle repair requires a license. So things that people mostly don't know, and then they get themselves in sticky situations, and then if that bad contractor takes your money and then doesn't show up to do the job, not only do you have a damaged roof, but now you're out thousands of dollars. Well, and those door-to-door so-called contractors, they'll try to pressure you into, you know, I can do it right now, but you know, I don't know about tomorrow. I'm going to be up there in another county tomorrow. So they're pressuring you to have the work done right now. And, you know, it, right. it, it may be a roof, you know, if you're, you know, if you're like my, my grandmother, uh, you know, years ago, she wasn't going to climb up on the roof and check their work. But, uh, exactly. you know, so they could go up there and sit there and have a couple of smokes and drink a beer and then come down, take your money. And by the time you got to court, they could be back home somewhere in Alabama, who knows where. Exactly. So we want people to be wary of 
door to door. And remember, you don't have to make a deal with them just because they're there. And if their deal has those pressure tactics like that, like, oh, I can do it now, but I have to leave in two hours, this and that, it's likely not going to end well for you. Because legitimate, honest contractors, they want your business and they will work with you to make it happen. Sometimes when we're in these situations after a storm, you know, you want to get back to your normal life. You don't want to deal with this stuff anymore. You just want to get it taken care of. But you have to remember to just take a step back and think about what you're doing before you do it, before you sign thousands of dollars over to someone. Yes, I'm I'm guessing you call these pressure tactics storm chaser red flags. Exactly. (laughs) You know, speaking of my grandmother, I remember uh, we were over one time, and she had uh, in her later years moved to a really nice mobile home park, and there was a storm, and these guys came around and said they would retire the roof. Well, she took one look at them, and she didn't like the way they looked at all. She asked them a bunch of questions, and... uh, they kind of got belligerent with her. She ended up chasing them off the property with a pitchfork. Well, good for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I guess maybe we don't recommend that uh, every time, but uh, still, you know, right. you ho- hold your ground. That's the main thing, you know. If your gut tells you something's wrong, something's wrong. And for heaven's sakes, uh, I, you could call a reputable firm and get a ballpark idea of what it should cost, couldn't you? Yes. Yes, and we do recommend that when you are going to get those services, call around and get multiple quotes so you have an idea of how much this project is going to cost. So then you know if someone's offering you a deal that seems too good to be true, then when you do that research, you find out, yeah, it probably is. This is probably a scam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other thing, too, is if they just say, look, I, I can get it done and by lunchtime and it's going to cost this, and there's never any mention of a contract or any kind of a written agreement, another uh, storm chaser red flag, right? Yes, we definitely want you to make sure that you're signing the contract and that you read that whole thing through. I know I'm just as lazy as the next person. I don't like to read all the fine print, but in situations like this, it's super important that you do read what those terms are. And you can talk it out with that contractor. How long is this job going to take? What supplies do you need? How much money do you need up front? A big red flag would be if they ask for the entire payment up front. And if they ask for it in cash. Cash is very hard to trace. If somebody takes off with your money and it's cash, you're likely never getting it back. So we always recommend, you know, if you can, try to use a credit card or sign a check over to a business instead of an actual purchasing easier ways to kind of trace your money in the event that things just don't work out in your favor. And any reputable contractor will give you references of people they've worked for along with phone numbers so that you could call and check, right? Yes, absolutely. Reputable contractors, whether it's a one-man band or it's a big corporation of people, they want your business and they want you to be satisfied. They don't want you you have a bad experience with contractors. So they're going to do whatever it takes to get your business, but also make sure that you're satisfied with that business. So they're not going to try any shady dealings or try to trick you into not signing things, giving over more money. But you have to remember that when it comes to contractors, sometimes they do need some money in advance to buy supplies. And sometimes those supplies, especially right now, 
are extremely delayed with shipping delays across the entire globe. So you have to keep in mind, you may want your project done in the next three days, and it may take a couple weeks. Um, so just keep that in mind when you are making those deals, that it's not necessarily someone trying to scam you. They're just trying to work with what they have. Report scams to the Better Business Bureau at bbb.org slash scam tracker. Uh, Katie, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll talk to you again soon. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.